Sooners of Oklahoma at 12-0 and still looking for respect nationwide. What is going on, Sooner Nation? Thank you all for tuning into another episode of the Barry and Mac Show. As always, myself, Barry, personal trainer, sports performance coach out of Tulsa. And we've got Sooner himself, 2000 national champ, Mr. Damian Mackey. And uh, D-Mac, first of all, how, how are you doing today, man? Bless, brother. Can't complain. I just did an interview for Hype, man. Uh, hype, uh, yeah, you know, they go into the Orange Bowl, and so they're they're wanting to do some content around uh, our championship season when we went to South Florida, and then those guys doing it this year. You know, I had to go in there and talk some head. Had to had to let them know the truth about Hype. I can't let them just stay clean cut forever. Had to get them a little scoop, but doing well. Hol- happy holidays, man. Happy holidays to you. Uh, you as well. And, man, speaking of Florida, on the call right now, 2023 commit out of Tallahassee, Florida, one of the top 100 prospects in the country. We we think a lot of this guy and think he is going to uh, turn some heads when he gets to Norman. We've got Makari Vickers, the one and only. How are you doing, good sir? I'm good. I can't complain. God woke me up today, so you know it's always a good day. I love it, man. Well, we'll get the uh, get the interview jumping, man. I, I want to ask you're you're a Florida guy. You you had a bunch of offers from from other places. You know, Alabama came calling. You had offers from schools up north. What was it that kind of sealed the deal for you in terms of making the trip? traveling to OU, becoming a Sooner, um, and playing under Coach Venables? Um, you know, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. You know, it means a lot. And, uh, you know, you know a lot about Coach Venables and his defensive resume when he was at Clemson. So when I got the news that he was going to Oklahoma, I was already fired up. And then when I heard that Coach Villar, he was recruiting at Alabama. And then when he got the job at Oklahoma, they kind of fired me up some more. So that definitely uh, spoke an interest into me and in wanting to, you know, take a visit out there to see what everything was about. And then when I finally got out there and stepped on campus, uh, you could tell that they were rebuilding, but everybody that was in that facility at the time really bought into what Coach Venables uh, was, you know, speaking to everybody. So, you know, when I got there, I kind of bought into the culture that he was trying to rebuild and make. And, you know, everything up there is a genuine love feeling. You know, a lot of places, you know, everything is kind of fabricated and, you know, genetic. When we go out there, it's everything's authentic. You know, everybody has, you know, one love for each other. So I just kind of bought into everything that they brought in. I mean, that's awesome to hear. That's awesome to hear. Let me let me ask you this. You went on the trip. Uh, what was one of your favorite uh, and, and let's let's keep it football related in, in terms of facilities and or scheme or maybe a conversation X's and O's in terms of how you might be used. What was something that really ignited, you know, saying some excitement for you? What made you feel real comfortable that coming to OU was going to put you in a position to be successful? Uh, well, firstly, when I first got there, they already had, even though I wasn't committed or, you know, I was just having interest in them, they already had a, a plan for me if I was to be, you know, a sooner. So they already had a plan on how we learn the system, 
what would be my daily training regimen. And so, you know, for them, for me, you know, I'm a, I'm a young kid, but I, I like to, you know, focus on my future and see what lies ahead for myself. So when I saw that they had a plan for me, if I was to go there as a freshman, then, uh, you know, that kind of spoke, a lot, that uh, had a lot of interest. In terms of the, uh, um, just talking high school, um, what has your experience been like in the in the Tallahassee area, you know, playing down there? Um, Florida football is definitely different from Oklahoma football. You know, maybe explain to some of the listeners who have never been to a high school game down in Florida and, and what the vibe is like. Uh, talk to us a little bit about sort of your local experience. Oh, uh, man. Friday is one of, probably one of the most coveted days throughout the week because we have a lot of great matchups that go on in those days. We have a lot of rivalries. And a lot of people, you know, have came from Tallahassee and made it big. For example, Ronnie Harrison, uh, Antonio Camardi. You know, there's a lot of guys that came from Tallahassee, from this Tallahassee area. So uh, high school football is something that's definitely coveted up here. You know, it's great energy. Everybody's locked in into what's going to happen. You know, you have a lot of guys that come in. They try to make bets on what's going to happen, who's going to do what. So, you know, everybody in Tallahassee and a lot of surrounding areas are just really, uh, they really bought into this high school programming. A lot of, we we do have a lot of fans that come out to the games, even if they're not from this area, they'll just come up just to see how uh, other teams are doing. So, Let, let me ask a follow-up to that. When um, when you were at high school, who was sort of the, the first contact um, but between you and Oklahoma, did they make the trip down there? Did they reach out? Um, whether messaging, what, what did that initial contact look like? So my initial contact was Coach Valai because, you know, he was at Alabama. He was recruiting me there. And then when he took the job at Oklahoma, uh, he uh, took a couple of days. And then when he got his new Oklahoma number set, he reached out to me. And then we've been we're chopping it up back and forth for a couple of days. And then when he finally moved in to the facility, he uh first thing he did was FaceTime me and make sure I had a, a conversation with Coach Venables. And then from there it just kind of took off. Hmm. Talk to us real quick, little brother. Um, big time recruit. By the way, a lot of respect for you. Love your film. I I you remind me of uh someone who's an extreme athlete. You got a lot of physical attributes, but you're a smart player. You're a heady player. You have a, what I would call a football IQ, meaning you're not just chase ball, hit ball, see ball, go get ball. You 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 understand some of the nuances of a two high safety, a robber, things of that that nature that you know high school kids sometimes do or don't have. Where do you see yourself? You get to OU. You know we generally play three safeties. Uh, you know two interchangeable safeties and then a cheetah slash nickel safety at times as well. Uh, I'm just interested to hear just you kind of articulate what are what are your expectations for you once you get on campus on the field? Um, firstly, you know, my first, you know, spring, my first, uh, you know, full year there, I expect myself to go out there and really get myself into the playbook and learn, you know, firstly, the corner position. And once I get myself uh, familiar with the playbook, then I want to kind of jump around and then, like you say, go to the cheetah nickel position and, you know, get some reps of safety as well. Okay. So you you seem you feel like you're flexible enough to play wherever they need you, but you want to start that corner initially? Yes, sir. Love it. Go out there and play ball, man. Listen, I won an Addy 21 years ago. I'm an old man now. The best thing you can do is get on campus and create competition. 
I'll tell you a quick story. When I got to OU, I was recruited as a corner. In fact, I was an all-state safety. Uh, my teammate, <laughs> and very, I remember, you know, this is always a funny story to tell. My teammate, his name's Roy Williams. He just went to the College Football Hall of Fame. He was an All-American corner. So Roy played corner in high school. I played safety in high school. Just for context, I'm 5'11". Uh, I, I was 175. He's six one and a half, two oh five in high school. And he's playing corner and I'm playing safety. Go figure. But the point is this I got to OU. And the first thing I do is I go in those, I go in and I'm telling guys like they recruited us to take somebody's position. Anyway, point is McCarr, you get on campus, you you respect your teammates, you do what you're told. But do not be afraid to go in there and immediately compete. And I'm sure the coaches are telling you to do that. But it, you know, you're there to win ball games, get an education, and prepare you for your next phase of life. Go out there with the expectation that that's what you're gonna do. I would love to see you go out there and as a freshman have a position where they have they have no choice but to see you be on the field. By the way, what number you want to wear? Yeah, you have you thought that far ahead yet? Uh yeah, I've I've been big on the number eight my whole life, so that's okay. kind of one of one, one of the numbers I wanted. Ooh. Smart, sing, number, sing, smart number choice. Single digits. Single digits look the best on defensive backs, man. I that. Yeah, there's no doubt about that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. There's gonna be jerseys all around town with the number eight. You know what I'm saying? So you gonna, you know, you might see your jersey. It'll be easy to get replicas of your jersey because the quarterback obviously wears eight too. Makari, let me talk to you a little bit about um, sort of the uh, the non-football stuff uh, because that's been a, a big driver at Oklahoma. And one of the things that, you know, Venables really pushed for when he took over the job and I'm talking soul mission, you know, player development, you know, handling, helping you handle business outside of football but w- so you can have opportunities later on down the road. What did some of those conversations look like? And a lot of those, you know, t- parents tend to be involved. Uh, where did your parents stand on some of this? Um, what were your thoughts on some of the other non-football things that Venables was talking about? So actually, when we first got there, we didn't, when we first got to Oklahoma, we didn't, we, me, Coach Venables and my family, we hardly talked about football. The first thing that he did bring up was the sole mission. And he brought Caleb Kelly up there and he kind of, he was the one that was showing me around and he was telling me about soul mission and how they, you know, they fly out of the country to, you know, do some volunteer stuff and help the less fortunate. And that, that kind of really, you know, that kind of stuck with me because, you know, a lot of campuses, they, 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 they say they have something, they do something for that, but they don't, they don't push for it as much as they should. And coach Venables, he says it, but he also acts on it. You know, he got them their own little offices and stuff, and he makes sure that everybody's involved with the sole mission. And so, that, you know, that really stuck with me when I got there. You think that's something you foresee yourself uh, being a part of? I mean, I know there's, a, you know, a group of the guys on the team who are, like, traveling to Brazil. They went to Miami last, you know, spring. I think they're going to, like, South Africa. Is that something you envision yourself doing, or is that something you're just proud to be a part of in the program? Oh, that's something I envision myself doing. That's actually one of my goals as a freshman to be one of the ambassadors of the Soul Mission. That way, you know, I can go out and help some of the less fortunate that may look like me or may not look like me. So that's one of my goals to be an ambassador of the Soul Mission. Matt, uh, Makari, one of the things that 
really it, it borderline pisses me off because it sort of downplays you know that well, what an athlete is is looking for which um talking a little bit about nil everybody thinks every athlete is just you know out for the highest dollar the highest bidder and it's certainly a factor um but but i want to ask you just from a, a brand perspective and thinking of that uh down the road how important was that to you was that a major factor in recruiting um or, or was that sort of a a secondary piece uh to everything else it's definitely a secondary piece because you know i look at it like this way a lot of guys are tasting nil but i feel like if you go there and you go to a a certain institution or college or whatever, and you do your thing on the field and off the field, then that NIL is going to come regardless of whatever school you come to. So for my my whole thought process is that, you know, if I get to Oklahoma and do what I got to do, my NIL, my NIL opportunities are going to be uh, okay regardless. So I didn't really focus too much on recruiting. You know, we, we I mean, focus too much on NIL. You know, we had those talks, but it wasn't something that we mainly focused on. I'm so... I'm sold. Get this young man a scholarship. Get him a position on the field. I'm going to be a fan. I'm going to buy your jersey. And I don't wear college kids' jerseys, but I will wear yours. That's what I'm talking about. Go out there. I love the I love the ability and the opportunity to uh to to leverage, you know, your God-given talent to monetize. I think that's brilliant. I think it's needed and I'm glad we're there, but the whole mercenary I need this or else to me it slights and disrespects what those have done for years. And, and by the yeah. way, you a 17 year old, you know what I'm saying? Adolescent, like go do it on the college field. And, and to have the mentality you have, bro, I, I appreciate that. It's good to hear it. Um, it, it. It's an alignment with the caliber of player coach, coach V wants. So I mean, I I'm, I'm happy to hear that, man. I, and I know I'm kind of being candid, Barry, but I just want to keep it a buck. Man, McCoy, go out there and earn everything you're entitled to. I hope you make millions while in college, and then you make millions more playing on Sundays and and representing that interlocked OU, uh, crimson and cream on your on your helmet, bro. Salute, bro. I appreciate that response. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. McCoy, tell us a little bit about the um, sort of off the field, you know, stuff. Um, what kind of things are, are you into? What other sports did uh, did you play? I know Venables is huge on guys who not only succeeded at, at football, but also could go out there and maybe ball out on the basketball court. Maybe they ran track. Um, well, what were some of the things that you were interested in? And then sort of off the field, do you have any, any hobbies, anything that kind of takes up your time um, outside of the football stuff? Uh, so, yeah, before I, I was like, seriously taking football i was actually uh i was actually more focused on track so track is one of the things that i was in love with before i you know what event what event mccarty what event say that again i said what event what events did you do oh i did the 100 200 the 400 from time to time um my i think my best event was probably the long jump i won state my eighth grade year then i placed fifth uh my junior year last year well, wow, hold on. I don't want to interrupt everything, but I need to hear some PRs because I'm a track guy too. What were your PRs? The one, two, the four, and the long. I'm interested. Uh, my PR for the one was a ten eight. Okay. Ooh. My two hundred was uh, I believe twenty one nine, twenty two flat. My longest jump was like twenty two eleven feet. 
Nice. My fastest 400 was like 50, 50 flat. You going to run track this spring? Or are you uh, you going to uh, focus on preparation for college? Or are you coming in early? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually coming in early. So. Let's go. Let's go. So you don't know this yet, but you're going to be running track. She's going to get you right. She's really going to get you right. Hey, but I didn't want to handcuff what you were saying, man. You you had a thought. I just wanted to interject and hear your, your times. But Schmitty going to get you right, brother. Just FYI. Yeah, it's all good. I've been I've been looking forward to some of those Smitty workouts. I've been hearing a lot of guys that's on campus already, and they've been talking about how Smitty really gets you stronger, but also faster. So I've been looking forward to that. Yeah, but what what um right now? Let me ask just point blank: What is uh your best squat, best uh best bench? My best squat. Um, it's been a while, but. When we last did uh, Max's last summer, it was what like four fifteen. My best bench okay. was like two. It was two two thirty five. Oh, that's, that's good. That's one of the things I've been working on on this past uh, on this little off season, get my upper body strength right. You know, because the game is going to be a lot stronger, a lot faster. So that's one of the things I've been working on right now, actually. What, the, oh, so you see, so you have been working on that leading up to uh, to getting to OU already. Yes, sir. That's awesome, man. That, that's what I do with a lot of guys, just kind of that that in-between stuff, trying to kind of get the details ironed out and, and guys' lifts, yeah. you know, try and get them a little bit stronger before they before they arrive or get their sport started. Um, what are some of the uh, – but, but besides bench um, and just um, wanting to get faster and everything, well, what are some of the strengths you feel you have um, in your game and then some of the more, you know, kind of key areas that you feel you need to focus on when you first get there? They can be in the weight room, on the field. But what are some of those things? Uh, so start with some of my strengths. Uh, you know, me being a bigger guy, uh, I definitely say I'm more aggressive. You know, a lot of from being from where I'm from, you definitely have a phrase, you know, you got to get it out the mud. It's not a lot of guys that uh are doing it big so with me being aggressive with my get it out the mud attitude that is definitely one of my strengths because that way i know i can go up to the line and challenge anybody regardless of who they are so that's one of my strengths and possibly some of my weaknesses are you know just getting out weight room get myself get myself and my body prepared for you know a lot of bigger stronger guys yeah just get myself bigger stronger and mentally more prepared for you know uh, a lot more reads and uh, uh, a lot more reads, a lot more play calling, a lot more, you know, adjustments when, you know, you get a lot of different formations or motions and things of that nature. So, Hey, let me ask you this, Corey. Are there any recruits that you're standing in touch with? Obviously, the conclusion of the recruiting season is happening, early signing days tomorrow. If you make the decision, I mean, salute to you, if obviously as an early enrollee. But who are some of the guys currently on the staff or in a class that you are staying in contact with? Um, the one I've been keeping in contact with a lot of the time has been Jacoby Johnson. We first linked up my first visit to Oklahoma, and we kind of hit it off since then. You know, we've been kind of going back and forth about, you know, if I commit, you're going to commit, and back and forth, you know, they need a lot of bigger corners. So with me and Jacoby out there locking things up, that'll really help. And then, you know, with one of our newest commits with Dea, uh, he actually, it's, it's a crazy story because he, uh, so I'm playing Adidas All-American Bowl the first week of January, 
And he saw the post and followed me immediately right afterwards. And then once he saw that, he hit me up and said he was going to, before he even, before he was crystal ball to flip to Oklahoma and things, he hit me up and said that he was going to flip and all this other stuff. So ever since then, we've been like, you know, just kicking it and communicating back and forth with each other. Ah, that's dope. Who'd you say that was? I didn't catch the name. Uh, Dale McCullough. Oh, yeah, man. All right. Yeah, he, he, them boys, he and his brother, looking forward to them guys both coming on board. And DMAC, you weren't here. Um, I was talking to Makari before we hopped on air. He said he's uh, he's going to be rooming with Wagner, uh, J- Josiah. Uh, Makari, talk a little bit about your relationship with him. I uh, believe he's also coming in as a corner, too. Is that where they see him? Or, or well, what's kind of the deal there? Uh, I think they're probably going to put him at the safety position because, you know, we're getting kind of short. So he's probably they're probably gonna start him out at the cheetah safety, and then you know once all of us get there, we'll probably just rotate it that way we get all all different fields of the different positions. Man, I just love the flexibility, um, and and I'm a I'm a football nerd. I, I'm a I'm a big believer in uh, recruiting high uh, identity ball players versus just trying to cultivate size speed ratio athletes. And when I watch film and I kind of diagnose and dive into the players that Coach V, BBV is recruiting, which, by the way, he was my backer coach and my special team coach 20 years ago. I love that you guys are ball players, And, you know, there's been past regimes and not trying to throw shade, but like a lot of times they're just trying to recruit a big, fast guy. And hopefully he turns into a DN or hopefully he turns into a slot receiver. Uh, you talk about Wagner, we talk about you, we talk about, you know, even the McCullough brothers, like it's it, when you flip on that, that highlight tape, you watch that game film, you see ball players. And so from big bro to little bro, man, sooner to sooner, I'm excited to see your growth and development. You sound like a very humble, grounded young man, intelligent. Uh, I, I would be assuming to say you sound like a 3.0 plus guy with that assumption be correct. Yes, I know. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I expect someone with your, your candor to, to take school seriously. And it sounds to me like you do. Look forward to you being successful, man, kicking some behind uh, and winning some games and, and accomplishing all your goals, brother. Definitely excited to see you uh, be exceptional playing college football. Thank you, man. That means a lot coming from, uh, you know, an older student. So, yeah, I'm definitely excited for that. Makari, before we uh, hop off here today, man, well, we really appreciate your time. Um, is there anything that you, you want to let the people know about yourself? Anything that you just want to, any message you want to give to the Sooner fans? We have a lot of listeners here, uh, guys, gals, young, old, a little bit of everything. Um, anything you want to let Sooner Nation know? Um, first of all, I'm just going to say thank you guys for having me again. You know, it's been a pleasure for sure. And then to Sooner Nation, I just want to thank you guys. You know, you guys played a major role in my recruiting. Every time I post something on Twitter, Instagram, they make sure they blow it up. They make sure they like it, repost it, retweet it, share it. So I just want to say thank you to the Sooner fans. You know, I can't wait to get on campus and then show you guys what you all been waiting for. So. Tell you what, bro, I'm going to I'm gonna make a post. What's, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, it's capital M, capital B, great. <laughs> 
Love yeah. it. Uh, speaking swag. Respect. Hey. I want to make a Twitter post. Hold on. I hope be I'll, go, I'll go let ahead. you get it after this. Go ahead. Go I ahead. I want to make a Twitter post. Uh, actually, you know what would be dope? McCarr, you make a Twitter post, and I want to quote. Was it? What's it called? How do you do it? Quote it's, it's a quote tweet, yeah. Yeah, I want to do one of those, bro. I want to do one of those, man. I think you're, think you're a solid kid. Uh, young man, excuse me. And I want to see you be successful. And I want to let everybody know, man, you come over here. The Barrier Max Show is the pinnacle show this season for Oklahoma, the Sooners, and our program, the analytics, the X's and O's, talking real football conversations. I want to let people know, man, that guys like you are individuals we expect to see go out there and be exceptional. So big bro, little bro, man, obviously anything you need, reach out. We, we got your back within reason of what we can do legally. But uh, I want to see you be successful, and I'm definitely super humbled to have you come on the show with us today. Go ahead, B. Yeah, last thing, Macari. Um, Macari seatbelt Vickers. Can you explain it? Yeah, I can explain it. So uh, you know, as a DB, we have a lot of a lot of us. You know, we have a different celebrations or different sayings or like, yeah, you're strapped, you're locked. And nothing sounds better than being strapped up by a seatbelt. That's the safest thing in the car. So, you know, every time I do my little seatbelt celebration, it just – and plus it just rolls off the tongue. So, my car and seatbelt vicar. So, yeah, why not? So, you're telling me when you get a pick six, when you get a PBU, when you get a – you coming off that edge – uh, yeah. on, on, a, on a cat blitz, you're gonna you're gonna strap the seatbelt in once you make the yeah, play. I'm gonna strap the seatbelt in. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh uh, man, I love it. Awesome, love it. awesome. Well, Makari, thank you so much for coming on, guys. Make sure you go follow him on Twitter. Uh, make sure you keep listening to the Barry and Mac show. Leave us a rating and review, um, and go uh, go let us know what you thought about the show. Um, we're we're hoping to get some other Sooners on. A uh, big day coming up for a lot of these guys, and uh, January is going to be a big time of the month. And uh, we're, we're so happy for them. Want to see everybody, you know, come in and succeed, um, both football, life, the the whole nine. Uh, but Makari, we thank you so much for jumping on, and uh, hope to talk to you again soon, man. Thank you for having me, and I, I look forward to talking to you guys as well. Boomer soon, a little bro. Boomer soon.